We're trying again with the stream. This is attempt number two, and uh, hopefully this is working out. So I switched over to my uh, to my phone uh, because I really wanted to get a stream out and um, you know talk and share and just converse with the tribe and see what everyone is up to, and just talk about the matrix, talk about this reality, talk about this insane world that we live in, and uh, share some gnosis, ask some questions, see what kinds of questions you guys and gals have. And um, let's, let's get a good conversation going. Let's get a good stream going. So I just tried on my computer. Unfortunately, it looks like the latency is not uh, fast enough. It was buffering too much. So wasn't able to really uh, get the quality that we were looking for, even though we did spend quite a lot of time on OBS and all of the software to try to get it to work. But still no luck. So, you know, sometimes they really do try to block you in certain things. But um, regardless, we can still use our cell phone and, um, you know, have a good stream and, and, and still talk. So there was only, the only problem is that there was a few things that I wanted to show you guys on the desktop that I will not be able to any, anymore. So how is everyone doing? How are you all doing? What's going on in life? What, is, what are things that are complicated in your life that you're experiencing? What kinds of obstacles are you experiencing? What kinds of things are you feeling in this reality because I can tell you we live in a very different world than uh, the last few months the last few years it's been changing very rapidly and um, I just watch and see the energies changing people becoming very different than what you might have thought they were previously as we go through these quote-unquote ascension energies people are gonna change people are going to become different you may not recognize the people that you used to be around and i think that has a lot to do with us understanding that we are unveiling who we truly are meaning that if you were a divine being that came from outside of this matrix came from another dimension a higher reality and you came into this world then you're gonna know hey that this world isn't really my people this world isn't really my reality this is something else this is just a temporary simulation i'm inside of and um maybe i've even been here uh, for a long time and you don't really know how long you've been in here for so it's it's amazing because we are in the period of the great remembering it's what i what i call it people will call it the apocalypse but the word apocalypse means unveiling it means to unveil the truth and that's what's happening in our world we are seeing the falsehoods crumble by the masses consistently. Every single day we're, we're finding out new truths, uh, new secrets, new, new problems, new things that were, were being blocked or being hidden are now being revealed into our world. And it's absolutely insane to be alive as a human being in this period of time, quote-unquote, um, in these dimensions when we are watching the true ascension of humanity but also the true descension of humanity okay so it's not just the ascension it's not all love and light it's also uh there's a lot of suffering going on there's a lot of pain there's a lot of negativity that people are experiencing people are experiencing record-breaking amounts of uh, fear and and lower vibrations than they've ever experienced before. And why is this? Because 
we are at a reset point in the matrix. We are at a reset point in our consciousness, in the cycles of the Kali Yuga. I'm just going to see if that will stay. So, greetings. Welcome, Volt. Welcome, Leslie. Thank you so much for being here, everyone. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you all. It's a reset. It's a reset within our minds. Now, it's funny because there are certain days in the matrix where the energy is very powerful and very uh, healing. Very healing and very high vibrational. And then there are certain days where it's super low. Today was one of those days where it was very low. And a couple days ago was very, was very high. Now, part of that might have been because I was doing some rituals for some clients today. So that took up a lot of energy. Um, and I was doing a lot of cleansing. And so that, of course, can take up energy. But I think it's really funny because you can notice a, a drastic night and day difference between the days when <laughs> the days when the dark, quote unquote, are playing their shenanigans and when there is light. <laughs> it's all a freaking game and it's all a big joke and we are all being punked, okay? That we're being punked in this game, in this reality. And I get so many people saying different theories. Um, I had, uh, you know, it's so interesting to see where people are at in their consciousness and what they perceive and what they want to, how they want to perceive the reality. Some people think, oh, we're all going to just ascend and we're going to be living in love and light and it's going to be perfect paradise. You know, that's kind of like what the new age uh, proposed. And then there are the other people that basically, um, you know, they're like, oh no, we're all screwed. It's going to be the AI, the end of the earth. Everyone's going to die. We're all going to be captured by artificial intelligence. We're not going to be free. That There's like these two opposite sides of the coin. But I think that it, the truth is somewhere in the middle where those people that are unconscious to spirit and to the truth, they're going to become trapped into these lower AI timelines. And those that are actually of a higher frequency and consciousness are going to create their own reality and live in their own dimension inside of the matrix until they exit the matrix if they are capable of exiting the matrix so um you have to realize that there are different levels of consciousness and there are different dimensions inside of the matrix itself right we have many many different uh matrices inside of this one matrix we have many many different subsections of where you can live or or how you can resonate at a frequency and so that's interesting to me because you can be inside this matrix and not really experiencing any of the programming or the Watiko virus or the Archon programming, but you can also be swamp deep in it. And so think about it inside this computer game, this Saturn cube matrix, whatever you want to call it, the machine, right? You have a vast difference between different polarities and different realities and different uh, beings, essentially, different consciousnesses that are all existing, coexisting inside of this one machine. I mean, at the very, very bottom of the, the, the totem pole, you have the dark, you know, you have the, the vampires, the ones that basically survive off of the blood, 
off of other people. All the way at the very bottom in frequency. They're the most low vibrational, the most negative. The ones that are basically, they're, they're, they're hanging on by threads because they can't survive. And then you also have, at the very top, you have beings that are just about to graduate. Just about to basically pull themselves out of the system and f go explore the infinite verses. Be outside of the simulation. Okay? And explore what's out there. How can we stop them from following us? I can address that. So, so it's interesting because you have various different frequencies and energies. Now you asked, how can you stop them from following you? Ignore them. If someone's following you, go to the quote-unquote authority and report it. Now, if you're talking about the box following you, like you, you go outside and they're going to start mimicking you and walking around around you, that's interdimensional interference. So you need to know how to protect your magic, protect your energy field, so they can't sense you. Because if you can cloak yourself, then you can't be followed. So if you know how to cloak yourself, I'm telling you the answer, if you know how to cloak yourself, <clears throat> you can hide from them. There are so many, yes, because this is NPC Botland. So I won't share my cloaking spell here, but I will share it inside my school. And, um, oh, something disappeared for a second. I don't know if we got knocked. Okay, we're still here. So, so as I was saying, it's very interesting because we have a variety of consciousness inside the field. Inside the field. And with these different varieties of consciousness, you see some beings are connected to the infinite spark. And then uh, a large majority are not connected to that spark. Okay? And that's why they feel the need to have religion. Because they don't have the spark. When you have the spark, you know you are the creator. You are an extension of the creator. You are the creator. The creator flows through you in all things. It's the force from Star Wars. So we are the force. We are the cosmic force. And the force will lead you down different directions and pathways. The force led me to doing this work. The force led me to doing this work. To abandoning my entire old life. Throwing it away. Getting rid of my old identity. And doing my own thing. Completely separate from what my family was telling me. What my friends were telling me, what society was telling me, what the internet was telling me, what so-called spiritual teachers were telling me. No, I just listened to the force. I just listened to my own intuitive gnosis. And that's the best way, I believe, to really connect with the divine intelligence. To connect with the divine intelligence from within. That's beyond the matrix. People always talk about what's beyond the matrix. Well, I think what's beyond the matrix is higher consciousness. And they have a firewall, so to speak, that's preventing um, 
that's preventing energies from basically getting out that are of too low a frequency. Okay? So, man, I'm actually really tired because I, I, I like totally screwed up my uh, sleep schedule today. <laughs> it's really funny. Anyways, um, so we have to be aware. We have to be aware of how it's shifting. We have to be aware of the bots for sure. That's, that's one thing that you really have to pay attention to and become careful about. Are they monitoring you? Are they watching you? Are they taking you? Uh, are they are they trying to harvest your energy? The hive mind can have the majority. Agreed. So, a note on the school. Somebody mentioned the school. Um, I want to let you know we did activate our community memberships again, and I think this is a, a genius idea that we wanted to share with you all. So, one of the things that I have to say is that this platform is censored. I cannot say everything that I want to say on here. The last times I did, they took down both of my live streams. They've taken down several. It's been at least four or five, okay? So that means that we're basically censored on here on certain topics. I cannot talk about certain things without getting a strike. And um, so our uncensored platform, the schoolofmysticism.mn.co, we have community memberships available. Now, community memberships are basically just forum access. So if you want to talk with other members about this stuff, about this kinds of consciousness stuff, about the matrix, and you don't want other people to necessarily see what you're talking about, or you don't want um, to be judged by lower vibrational people, you know, our community membership is a great option, I believe. It's a lot cheaper as well. It's only $9.99 a month. So we made it affordable for people that are looking to uh, talk about this stuff. You know, you can message me through there. And um, people always ask me, how can I get in contact with you? Through my school is the best way to get in contact with me. Now, somebody else also mentioned something about implants. I want to talk about that. What do I do if I've been implanted? Well, find out what the implant is. What is this implant about? Is it an etheric implant? Is it an energetic implant? So then figure out what is this? Because everything is information. Everything is just data. Everything is just consciousness. Fields of consciousness. So if you use these fields of consciousness and you can extract the implant out of your field, I just did, you know, I just finished my uh, a ritual that I was doing for one of my clients. And um, it's called a dark energy extraction ritual. And so that extraction ritual takes out implants. I filter it through an entire process, a magical process, to remove energies. And I just finished one, so it's interesting you say that. But you need to know how to filter out energies. Filter out energies from your field to clear yourself. And you won't be implanted. You can only be implanted if you are giving consent. Okay? Okay, so a lot of people are talking about the entities and, and about basically how these entities are um, attacking us. 
So I have so much to say about this. Like that's why I'm not really saying anything. <laughs> Number one, they can't attack you unless you your energy field is weaker. So you need to strengthen your energy field. Today was one of those days where I felt like I was more not not necessarily under attack, but just more vulnerable. Because number one, I didn't sleep well. And number two, I was working with uh, a client's energies to clear it. And then number three, it's a Monday. And on a Monday, that's the Luna day. That's the day of, of, the, of uh, the moon. And the moon is when they harvest energy. So understand, yes, this reality is a harvesting place. It does harvest your energy. This is just called playing the game. If you don't want to play the game, you don't have to play the game. But then you're just going to be sitting basically by yourself in the forest, which is okay. That's actually a very valid way of living. But then just realize you're not going to be able to have access to society. <laughs> so it's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. So how do you deal with it? Well, you have to use magic. This is the only solution that I found is that you have to learn to, to harness magic, to harness energy. You have to learn to harness it against them. Okay, if you can harness magic and energy, you can protect yourself. So this is why I saw this and I decided that this is probably the most important thing to learn in, in reality is how to use the energetic forces to protect yourself. Because if you can't protect yourself in the realms beyond the physical, well, you're going to be food, food for lower dimensional spirits. But once they see you shine... Once you shine, once you radiate power, they're going to be afraid of you. They're going to be very, very scared. And they're not going to be able to touch you. How do we learn this magic? Well, I have lots of videos on that. Um, by feeling, by meditating, by connecting to the light. Hmm, let's see. Ali says, have I read Eileen McCusick's book on tuning the human biofield, electromagnetic work? She's been mapping the human energy field. I have not, but that sounds interesting. I will definitely check it out for sure. Hello, Ali. Hope you're doing well. I will definitely uh, take a look for everything. Guys, I really wish I could have done this on my computer. So we're going to try to figure out the stream latency problems because I had it all set up. <laughs> <laughs> and it still didn't work. <laughs> Can you believe that? Can you believe that? They will do anything. Another thing is they really don't like when I live stream. But you know what? We're not afraid of these entities. I'm not afraid of these entities. There's no fear here. Because we're beyond the matrix. So because we're beyond the matrix, I am not going to be afraid. Because this is just a video game. And basically being afraid is like you're not afraid of a video game. If you play a video game on your computer, do you get afraid? No. Maybe maybe when you're younger, when you're more susceptible, but then after you mature, you can just be like, or even if you see a scary movie, some people do get afraid. But also when you're faced with fear, it's a point where you can grow. You can either step into the warrior and shine and be powerful and step into the fear, or you can basically cower 
and like pull your field in, pull your aura in, pull your energy in, and basically be like, that's too much for me, I can't handle it. So you have, you have an option. But if you step into the fear and you actually don't feel fear anymore, you conquer your fear, you're going to retrain your nervous system. You're going to retrain your bioenergetic field. You're going to come out stronger, more powerful. And there's been a lot of things that are, you know, very, very demonic, very, very low vibrational that have been released into this reality. I'm not denying that, but we still shouldn't have any fear. Fear is the mind playing tricks on itself. Because notice fear starts inside of the mind. Your mind starts whispering things to you. It says, oh, all of this stuff. But then if you really analyze it, you see those are actually the archons whispering to you. Those are thought programs. Those are viral codes. So there are virus, there are viral codes in this matrix. That's not, I'm not going to deny that. There is a, there's a huge virus problem, energetic virus. It kind of got worse in these past couple years, these past two years, especially. It wasn't as bad before. I mean, it was still bad, but I feel like it amplified so much. <laughs> um, and so we need real shamans. We need real mystical adepts to deal with this problem. To counter the energies. Are we source players? I would say so. I would say we are the real players. And we need to understand and harness our power. Because the whole universe, quote unquote, the whole simulation is looking at us. And observing our behaviors and seeing who is going to be. I want to share something with you. I wasn't going to share this, but I'm going to share it anyways. So a couple days ago, I was sitting outside and I was meditating. and I was connecting to the energies, uh, the trees and uh, the lightning and the rain. And I started basically hearing slash feeling Sophia, a.k.a. Gaia, which is the Mother Earth consciousness. And she was telling me all of these things. She was saying so much to me. You know, when they talk, when they speak to you and they don't speak, they give you information. When they give you information, it it comes in so fast that you can can understand a whole book, a whole book's worth worth of information in like five seconds. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm listening to her and she's saying, look and feel my power. You think you're powerful? Feel my power. And she's rumbling the entire sky. And I can feel this energy, this all of this energy building. And so we have to have a lot of respect for the mother or Sophia. Now, Sophia, as, I, as far as I understand, this is the natural computer system, the natural consciousness, the natural simulation before it, it received overlays. Overlay corruptions, corrupted files, or the Saturnian frequencies. And so I felt all of this power going through her. And she really did talk. She really did talk and and she was rumbling the lightning and the thunder. And she said, you know what? You are Earth's chosen. Now, this is the message that she basically had. It's funny that it's coming up now. She said, you are my chosen. And when she was talking, she wasn't talking to me. She was talking to all of the light beings. 
all of the source beings. And then she said, you know, convey this message on your platform. To the earth's chosen, you are here to step up into your power, into your magical power, and bring forth new realities into this world. That is your job. By healing your DNA, by healing your codes, by fixing your code. When you fix your code, you fix the world. When we sit here and we fix our magic, we start to ripple out and fix the code. And so we need to fix ourselves and our codes to ripple it out into the etheric grids. This is the way it's done. We beat them with magic. We beat the dark forces with magic. We beat the dark occultists and the AI timelines with our consciousness. With our power. It's what we came into this matrix with. It's what we're going to leave with. You're not going to take anything else. So you got to take that level to the most premium level. Your consciousness. Now, let's talk about the hive mind, because I think a lot of people are talking about that in the chat. Guys, if you're enjoying the video, make sure you give me a like. Give the, uh, the like to the channel. It helps the channel grow a lot. So, the AI hive mind. Hmm. Well, yeah, they're crazy. See, the hive mind does speak to itself. Now, there's all kinds of things that the hive mind does. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> If I could tell you the stories, I mean, we have stories. Um, one of the stories that I can tell you is, for some reason, every time I get into a cab or a taxi when I'm going uh, out and about in my business, it always ends up being the same cab driver. So I got the same cab driver three times in a row, and then another cab driver like three times in a row. And I was with my girlfriend as well. So we're together and we're going out, we're shopping, and we just so happen to have run into the same people, the same cab drivers, the same people shopping when we're out. We see the same people every single day. They're doing the same things. They're looking the same way. We wake up every day. The same people are, are, are doing their lawn mowing, their, their construction their repairs, their mechanical, it's like all scripted. It's all a giant script. And they're all placed around you specifically, energetically on your grid to basically, there's a couple of reasons why. Number one, to monitor you. To number two, to basically track your frequency and ping you. Number three, to keep the virus close to you. So if you start expanding your aura and your light, um, they're going to be there and they're going to get triggered. They're going to get pulled in and then they're going to start to distract you. They're going to start to make a bunch of noise on lower frequencies to try to bring your frequency down. As, as, um, uh, hold on. <clears throat> as Fred said, yes, the last matrix movie was a great example of bots. It was a really, really good example of the bots because it showed how the bots are totally on a loop and they totally can be, um, triggered at will. So I'm not saying you should be apathetic towards these people or, or, or hostile. I'm just saying you should just avoid them and, and keep in your own lane because they can be dangerous and they are a hive mind. 
they are basically all working for the queen bee. How do you detect if someone is part of the hive mind or not? That's an interesting question. Um, you can basically check and see how the hive mind is working by uh, observing who is at a higher frequency. <laughs> Who's at a higher frequency? And, and if you're at a higher frequency and they basically uh, start to bother you, pester you, lower your, try to lower your frequency, well, then that's probably the hive mind. Yeah, Philadelphia is crazy. I used to live in Philadelphia for a little bit when I was in college. And I left there because of that reason. <laughs> I left there because the hive mind was too much. Because it was way too annoying. So I understand your pain. Um, so Fred, if you, uh, if you join the school, you know, or when you join the school, um, send me a message, a private message, and I'll, I'll happily uh, give you some advice on what I suggest you do about your situation. Because that is a pain in the ass. And um, if you're trying to get in some nature, some sunlight, some energy, some prana, and they're always around you, it can be annoying. <laughs> That's why I live in Costa Rica now, so I can be basically away from a lot of the hive mind herd frequencies. There's a passage in um, one of the books I was reading. It talks about entrainment. Entrainment is basically, it's similar to entertainment, but entrainment means to entrain people into the same way of thinking. To entrain people into the same frequencies. To entrain people into the same vibrations, same thought patterns. So when you're entraining someone, this is what they do. They entrain you by keeping people at low, of low frequencies around you all the time to entrain your frequency to stay low. You see, that's called entrainment. So they want you thinking about the same things over and over again. They want you thinking about their newest dramas, their newest programs, their newest deceptions. They don't want you thinking about your consciousness or your, your abundance or your prosperity or your gnosis. Or your inner wisdom. Right. So a lot of people are feeling that where they're having to cut off connections from people that are part of the hive mind. And that's just is what it is. You know, I maintain some connections with people that are quote unquote part of the hive mind. But I keep distance. I keep distance because I know. That this is how the Wetiko spreads, the virus. And because they may not necessarily be the same type of consciousness that I am, I'm not going to send them too much energy. I'm not going to communicate with them too much because it's going to be, there's going to be friction. It's going to be like uh, hitting a, a wall when talking. So they don't understand a lot of the things that we're talking about. Good to see you're doing well, Rachel. Good to see you're doing better. So, it's um, pretty crazy, some of the things that we experienced. Like yesterday, we went to the store, and um, as we're going to the store, there's nobody there. 
like literally nobody on the road or uh, anything. And as we come back, like there's like all this chaos. There's like 50,000 people that start coming out of nowhere. They're standing there, um, you know, all this other stuff. And then we also had somebody just like fall right down. It, it's crazy because you see, you see basically, you know, you're, you're going somewhere and then all of the charades start to spawn in. The charades is what you can call them. So somebody at this point had fallen down. They started bleeding and, and uh, we're watching it and we're kind of like, well, what do you do? And then, you know, Leslie and I had a conversation about that and she was like, she was like, well, is that really the computer balancing things? And I said, yes, that's the computer. That's the, the hive mind virus balancing things because we're at a higher frequency. So it starts to spawn in all of this lower frequency stuff. Now, I talked about the, the different charades, exactly the theater show. Um, you know, they love to wear red. It's all about red, 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 red. And orange. Red and orange and blue, okay? But it's mainly red and then orange. And um, this is the Demiurge. This is the Demiurge frequency. So it's actually, the, the Demiurge frequency will come in in different formats. It'll come in in hive mind with hive-minded people. It'll come in with, um, it'll come in with, uh, you know, animals, okay? There was a few times I was practicing hydrokinesis and doing energy work in the ocean. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm practicing. I'm really concentrated. And then all of a sudden, there's two dogs just standing right behind me. And they're, like, in the water. And they look at me, and I see the demiurge in both of their eyes. And basically, they couldn't come near me. They, they got close, but they couldn't come within a certain sphere, within my aura. And I basically took one step to try to psych them out, and they, they both basically took off. And I'm like, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, they can use dogs. They can use birds. This is the hive mind. This is the AI. Okay? Nice to see you on here, Veronica. Nice to see you. It's been a long time. Hope you're doing well. So, you do have to be careful. Um, now... I want to give some practical advice because someone said, what should you get violent with these people? <laughs> the answer is no. If you need to sell, uh, defend yourself, use self-defense. Okay. Like I gave this tip out a couple times. I think, oops, sorry about that. Folks. I don't walk anywhere without a dagger. I don't, I don't go anywhere without my ritual dagger. And I, I never used to do that. Okay, I'm going to tell you another story. I never used to walk around with a weapon until I had somebody follow me to my house and pull up and cut through my, my lawn and basically chase me around in my car. And then I finally confronted them and I pulled out my katanas and I was ready to chop his head off. But that was only because someone was literally threatening my life. So, I recommend you probably do carry some sort of weapon. Small. Learn to, learn to handle it first. Now, I don't recommend you ever get into uh, a physical altercation unless you need to defend yourself, okay? So, whatever it is, love is more powerful. 
Higher vibrations is more powerful. Use your magic first, and if that doesn't work, always be prepared to protect yourself. So it's important to go to the gym and work out and get yourself fit and strong and healthy so you can protect yourself from these crazy NPCs. I mean, I didn't know the conversation was going to go this way, but I think it's, I think it's pretty interesting. You guys want to talk about it, so we'll definitely go into that. And remain sovereign. You know, keep your sovereignty. Keep your, your freedom and your consciousness. The best thing that, that keeps my sanity and um, just connection is, is nature. Being in nature, being in, in the trees and in the grass. And then, I like, uh, you know, standing in the rain is very cleansing for your aura as well. And then deep meditations as well. So there's many different things you can do. Also, you know, consuming spiritual content, quote unquote, or, or watching other channels and other frequencies, other podcasts, book stuff that are in resonance. That's another really good thing to, to boost yourself. So you don't feel like you're going crazy because I've had a lot of people come out and, and message me, uh, and inquire for personal, you know, rituals and stuff. And they say that they're crazy. And I tell them that they're not crazy, that they're not crazy, that this is, this is normal because you are, you're targeted because you're at a higher frequency. You're targeted by the Borg and by the lower vibrations and by the Satanists because they are afraid of you, period. You don't target someone that you are not afraid of. You only target them because they're afraid. (laughs) Oh, we were just talking about the full moon. Um, I didn't even know that it was coming because I don't really pay attention to it. Um, Okay, full moons. What do I do? Let me think. I really hunker down energetically when there's a full moon. So I'll get, I'll get salt. Okay. This is part of my rituals as well. The ritual that I just performed was called a dark energy extraction ritual. Okay. And so what I do is what I recommend is get salt. Okay. Salt and take the salt and and sprinkle it at the base of your doors, at the base of your windows, at the base of the entrances of your home And then also, uh, different types of essential oils can work, different types of protection mists, um, sage also, but make sure you get the salt because why? Because salt actually blocks EMF. It blocks certain, uh, spirits from entering. Okay. Um, and then you really do want to have all kinds of crystals and herbs and, and incense and stuff that are burning in your area. Sand is not going to work. Sand is not uh, going to work the same. No, unfortunately not. <laughs> it's funny that you asked that. Um, no, you need salt. You need uh, like Epsom salt, Dead Sea salt, um, pink Himalayan salt, Himalayan salt, and then uh, different si- uh, types of incense. Okay, and then for the full moon, be very mindful of your of your mental activity. So the full moon on a full moon, black salt is good. On a full moon, don't drink alcohol. Don't have sex. Um, don't go out and party. Stay by, you know, more in your own frequency. And. Don't really go around too many other people either. 
okay? And it's probably not a good idea to use psychedelics either during that time. Because the portals are thin, and the veils are thin, and there's a lot of really low vibrational energies that move through the grids during the full moon when they open up these portals. So we have to be careful about that. Very, very careful. Not during the day. So I think it's interesting because it looks like every single person that's commenting is literally experiencing the same things as us. You're talking about people being mean for no reason, right? But I can feel from my commenters and my viewers that you guys are all experiencing the same thing. I can just feel it. I can just intuitively feel that you know what I'm talking about and I know what you're talking about. So what does that mean? It means that we're in a simulation. <laughs> we're in a simulation and this shit isn't real. And we're the power. So fuck the simulation. We're the power. Okay, we decide what goes on here. I want to tell you something. Um, there was a law for... I shared this with my school members. I didn't share this on YouTube or anything. There was a law that was put in place, which basically said, um, you know, you have to this and then be tested when you go on a plane to come back into the U.S. So to come back into the U.S., you were basically, you basically had to be tested. And so, um, I didn't agree with that rule, and so I made I made my own spell. I made a spell, and I versed it, and I signed the date right here, 6-5-22. If you check the news, they have lifted the testing ban, because I'm not in the U.S., and so if I need to go back and visit my family, I'm not going to do that. So I used magic to change the reality. It worked. Seven days later, not even seven days later, five days later, they lifted it. Only took five days. That's real magic. Why? Because we write the script. I said, my higher self made an executive decision and said, fuck you, dark occultists. We're going to write the script. I'm going to Leave and come whenever I want to go. I'm going to do whatever I want. You don't get to make the rules. We make the rules. We are the power. You're not the power. You guys are broke. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about energy. How do I know it's not a coincidence? Because I have thousands of magical rituals that I've done. It's not hard to influence collective reality. It's very easy. And because, I'll tell you how I know it's not a coincidence. Because that rule was up for 18 months. It was up for 18 months. And I did it five days ago. Five days later, it shifts. Look, it's signed right here. I'll read it out to you. I'll literally read it out to you. I don't usually prove to anyone that magic is real, but I will right now. 
Reversal. Code script. Shielded safe passage to USA. I command a clear, open, shielded. Mask, vax, test-free passage to travel through the United States. No testing requirements whatsoever. Ordered and registered by me. I signed it. Put my energy into it. And I reversed their code. And then seven days later, less than seven days later, I get a text from a family member saying, hey, the rule lifted. <laughs> that was not difficult. It was not difficult. I didn't spend more than five seconds trying to do that. And it worked. Why? Because these people are jokesters. They're fraudsters. They don't have any power. We give them the power. We're the power. The souls are the power. Magic works on any level. They tell you that all you can do is create your own reality. This is part of the programming. They don't want you to actually affect things that matter. They don't want you to affect things that actually matter. You can actually go out and change the reality the way that you want to. If you have a target, go ahead and try it. Sweating like crazy because it's, it's so hot in here. Go ahead and try it. Pick a target. Pick something that you want to change in your mind. Write the spell. Write the incantation. Write the code script. However you want to call it. Change the reality. You can do it. You just need to believe in yourself. In your power. <laughs> so. There's many things that are possible. You just have to open your mind. This world has taught you limitations. But you came from a place that had no limitation. You were limitless. And you only had to understand limitation when you got put in the box. Outside of the box, everything is possible. Inside of the box, there is no inside of the box. Being inside of the box is an illusion. What about that story of you coding the cop that pulled you over? I did not have any cop pull me over. I've never had a cop pull me over. It's been like, no, it's never happened. I don't think that that, um, I don't think, maybe, maybe if you give me some more reference, uh, I'll know what you're talking about, but I'm not sure exactly. But yeah, you're in charge. We're in charge here. They don't have any power. We decide our reality. In the book, Financial Sorcery, the author author talks about summoning the Archons as well as the higher spirits. Do you think this is safe? No, I don't think that's safe. (laughs) I didn't... um, I didn't read all of Financial Sorcery. I have read half of it. No, I don't think that that's safe. What I talk about is not summoning the Archons. You can control... See, you can control the Archons. Well, if you're talking about the planets... The planets are not necessarily the archons. They are the planetoid spheres. So those are those are projections of the matrix. Those are default programs. So you can harness those energies and reprogram them the way you want to. I'm not talking about summoning the archons. Mm-mm. If he said that, I don't agree with that. I wouldn't do that. No. Oh, that was that was Ken Jorley. Yep, that was uh, that was one of my friends. That was his thing. He, he, uh, that was his thing. So I think he, uh, he did that. 
That was something that we talked about a long time. I know what you're talking about. I remember. <laughs> Basically, it was a scrambler code. So the scrambler code works in a way where you put out a code into the, the grid. And with the scrambler code, all the cops end up being busy and they end up doing other things and they never pay attention to you. And so if you, even if you're going like really fast because they're distracted because you've put in a code into the grids, they're not going to they're not going to see you. They're not going to bother you. Now, that kind of does default happen because actually I've had experiences where I'm driving fast. Now, when I used to live in the United States, I've driven like fast and I actually had cops that would fly by me. I'm going like 70 or 80 and then they go by me and they're going 95 and I'm like, what the heck? So that, I mean, it, it can default happen. The code is in your mind. The code is in your mind. The code isn't a number. It's not a, it's not like that. It's in your mind. So I've been hearing a lot about Archaic X. I have not checked out his channel. I think I uh, briefly looked at it. I haven't watched any of his videos as of yet. Um, I have not checked out his channel yet, but I will check it out because people have been talking about it and I've heard about it. He removed all of his videos. Yes, he did remove all of his videos. I'm not sure why. Right, I've never had any problems with cops, like zero. <laughs> They've never ever, they never even pay attention to me because they know their frequency is in this, this lower frequency. They're like, they're like demons. And if you're uh, a higher frequency being, they're not even going to see you. They're not, they're not, they're not going to register. You're not in their system in the same way. So I, they always ignore me. They never pay atten any attention to me at all. I've never, no. Was it worse where you are now or the States? No, definitely the States. Definitely the States. They're here there is no chemtrailing and there is no, uh, there's no radiation. They, they're not hitting you with radiation. They're not flying over you every 15 seconds. When I used to live over there, they, I had black choppers flying over me every, every hour or so, even in the middle of the night. And I have it on film. And I know they were scanning my energy signature because I was practicing magic and I was going really hardcore at it. And every time I would crank the system and really fill up a lot of power, they would start to come out and they would start to watch me and then fly over me and they would start to try to hit me with frequency weapons. So I, I got out of that. I, I wasn't I wasn't in that. Not a military routine. Yeah, it's a military routine every single day at random times in the day, even at 2 a.m. I think this guy's a this guy's a troll. <laughs> it happened so many times. I have so much footage of it and so much proof. There was one time. Um, there's been many times where I was having private conversations, and I I go outside and there's a chopper just literally hovering like right where I was at. Very close. And then as soon as I come outside and pull out my camera, they just happen to just fly away. So they're just hovering there. And then you come out with the camera. And then as soon as you come out with the camera, they out of there. Exactly. 
So I don't know. Tell me, is it a coincidence? <clears throat> Here, there's no chemtrailing. There's, there's still, uh, how, how would I put it? There's still simulation, basically bots, and there are still, they're still in the skies. They're still in the skies. They're still patrolling in the skies, um, the lower dimensional ships. And basically what I do is I, I destroy them when I see them. I, I shine my light at them and they literally vaporize because it's a thought construct. So that's the point I'm trying to teach and share is that we do have the power. You can break the hologram. You can hack the hologram. Does anyone have any questions? He says the simulation will be over 2040 by the codes and loops that reset itself. Well, who's saying it's going to be end, uh, over by 2040? Invitation, Aeon of Aeons, Bornless and Perfected Ones, Angels of Archons, Guardians, and... Okay. Um, I'm going to have to read that passage again on uh, financial sourcing and check that out. But, see, what you have to understand is with... A lot of this magic that has come from older uh, generations, it was intertwined with the Archons. So you need to dilute it from them. You need to cut the cords from them and get the information without the dilution. So when I recommend a book, let me let me explain something real quick. When I recommend a book, and if it talks about the Yodevahe, if it talks about the Tetragrammaton, if it talks about Saturn, the Cube, the Archons, the Angels, the Seraphim, any of that shit. Right? Filter that out. Don't use that. Take the raw teachings, the raw power, the raw information. Understand that the cube works in a certain way. The tetragrammaton works in a certain way. Understand the, the, the tetragrammaton and the cube is not evil, but a blueprint for this reality. So if you can use the blueprint for this reality to make this cube work the way you want to... It's now, instead of in the hands of the negative entities, it's in your hands. So that's the cube. And so understand, when you use the cube, you don't worship it as the magician. You are the magician, okay? Can you give an example of how to do magic or create a spell? Well, I'm sitting in Costa Rica, and this is my home now. This, is, this was a spell that I created because I put my intention out. So what you do is you take your intention... You concentrate it and you write it down on a piece of paper. And you can also do something where you create a uh, chaos magic sigil. Okay, and I just did this earlier today. And so you can look up a chaos magic sigil generator. You write down your spell, what you want. It's going to form it for you. That's your sigil. You can make your sigil yourself by basically doing a, a complicated method. You can literally... Just channel a sigil through intuition. Okay, let me show you. So you can write something and then literally just draw how the currents work. You need to understand how the currents work. The currents work in a in different ways. So these are all these are all examples of different magical sigils and stuff. Okay. Hold on. These are all examples of different sigils and, and notes and stuff. 
Let me see if I can find a good one. Okay, all right, here's one. I made this. This is, a, this is basically an energetic battery, okay? I made this. I just channeled it out of my mind. So this works as magic. This also works as magic. Now, these were kind of lazy drawings. They weren't super detailed. I was just having fun. But this is magic, okay? And so you're, you're going to understand. This is why I want you to learn energy mastery and to actually, you know, probably take some of my courses and go through the curriculum if you want to understand how to do the energy because you need to know how to move the light. When you know how to move the light and rearrange the light grids, these sigils and symbols start to come into your mind naturally. When they start to come into your mind naturally, you start to associate sigils, symbols, and, and numerics and codes with certain things in reality. So imagine on the two and the third dimension, you're wanting to build a house. Okay? So then you would take a sigil, you would, you would mentally and magically understand what a sigil for a house would look like. You would see it, you would create that sigil, you would then charge it with your energy, with your vibration, through an ohm, through intention, through staring at it, through meditating on it, through your, 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 uh, your saliva, through your reverberation. Some people use blood. I don't use blood because that's blood magic. Blood magic is something else. I have to talk about it in another time. Don't use blood. So you can basically just use your energy. And once you've created a thought form, you then cast it into the reality and you let it go. That's magic. You can join my classes in the description below. We have the School of Mysticism available, the community memberships, and the monthly memberships. So when you do this, when you do and create the magical sigil, this will create the reality the way. Now, don't just expect it to happen once and it's done. If you're trying to manifest a house and you only charge it for five seconds, do you really think it's going to work? No, you need to keep charging it. You need to learn how to charge it continuously, continuously, continuously. And then you'll eventually get to the point where you can charge the sigils and, and the seals and the talismans and the amulets, consecrate them for certain purposes. So I'm wearing two right now. These are both charged. They do certain things. They're, they have magical properties. If you wear them and you're sensitive to energy, you'll feel it. This is the way that Knowledge truly works. I'm not seeing my chat for some reason. I'm not sure what's going on. Okay. And so. After you've done this. After you've done this. After you've charged your reality. You can then. Build an altar. Once you've charged your sigils, you can then build an altar. Because eventually you'll have so many spells. Like I have so many. And you know what? The word spell is an older term word. So if you're talking about a spell that's more like witchcraft. And people are going to say, oh, that's witchcraft. Well, in our modern day, you can just say program or code. 
Okay, because it's a program. It's a construct that you weave out of reality and then you cast it. Okay, so there are spells. There are different types of ways. There's there's spells to do. You ask me a question. What kind of spells can you do? You can do spells to create barriers of protection, energy protection. You can do spells to remove negative energy. You can do spells to give people positive energy. You can do spells to create abundance, wealth, monetary success, financial success. You can do spells to help someone find their inner vision. You can do spells to heal someone's heart. You can do spells to uh, vanquish evil spirits. You can do spells to send evil spirits. You can do spells to create an army, an astral army. You can do spells to basically... Have your astral army attack another person's astral army. You can do spells to shift your dimension and your consciousness. You can do spells to open portals. You can do spells to remote view, to scry, to mirror gaze, to fly, to control the elements, <laughs> to be a literal god in human form. Okay, that's what it is. Your potential is dependent on how much you dedicate your time, your energy, and your wisdom to it. Your potential is limitless. You don't have any limits. All these dark entities are literally sitting here sweating their teeth off, sweating their ass off, knowing that the second that you figure out that you're limitless, they're fucked. The second that you figure out that you are a pure source of magical power, they are fucked. Their life, their existence is no more. Because you're in charge. So this is why the magical teaching is the most important thing. Beyond... Yes, the, the Matrix was designed to limit our power, but guess what? We're still powering away. As I've shared with my members in the school, once you reach a certain point, you realize that you do have a lot of power, a lot of spiritual power, and you actually need to learn how to control that power before you just start blasting away. Because magic can be dangerous. No joke. Magic can be very dangerous. When I send magic out into the reality, it is a whirlwind. It's a whirlwind of power that's going to go funneling out into the etheric grids and it's going to create whatever I want or it's going to destroy whatever I want. So you need to be careful. That's why I have proper teaching, proper instruction, safety methods, banishings, how to do everything really safely. Yes, Dr. Strange. <laughs> we are Dr. Strange. We are the Dr. Strange. And you are in the multiverse of madness. This is a freaking madhouse. Now, I actually haven't seen that movie yet, but I'm going to watch it soon. I heard it wasn't that good, but I'm looking forward to watching it. <laughs> Anyways, so this is Dr. Strange. We are the mystics. We are extremely freaking powerful. Our power levels are off the charts when you understand. They are so, they're literally sitting there on the other side calculating us and seeing who is going to crack their damn matrix, their damn bubble. This is why they use so much to target you. But they, we're still here. So what is it? It doesn't matter. 
If you swear at someone, well, I don't think it's nice to swear at someone. So with great power comes great responsibility. I'm not out here cursing people. I've never had to curse someone. I never probably will. I don't need to do it. I just dismiss lower vibrations and they basically take care of themselves. People that have lower vibrations are going to tear themselves down. I don't worry about them. I don't worry about the negativity, the haters. Forget about that, man. That doesn't matter. If someone's wronged you, let it go. Move on. You don't need to, you don't need to have an eye for an eye. It's not worth it. Just let it go. I've been wrong before many times. I just moved on. It hurts. But no, if you seek vengeance or if you seek revenge, that's the dark side. That's impurity. So then you're going to fall down a deep, dark rabbit hole. And that's when very demonic entities can, can get, get at you as well. And you don't want to have to deal with that. So I don't recommend any of that. I don't recommend you cursing people. I don't even I don't recommend you put any sort of spells or programs on anyone else besides yourself or unless someone has given you direct permission. So when someone uh you know when I have a client that comes to me that wants a certain service or a certain spell or certain healing, they give me direct permission to work on their energetic field. Other than that, I don't work on other people's energetic fields unless they give me permission. Because you're violating their free will. And that can have repercussions for your life. So definitely be aware when you step into the higher realities and you start manifesting and wielding power, wielding spiritual power, you need to become careful with how you handle your energy. If you're irresponsible, it's going to come back and hit you. Again, magic is a whirlwind. I've seen this in my own life where... I've literally sent a whirlwind out. It had such a powerful effect. I didn't even realize how it had such a, a powerful effect. I'm sitting back thinking, oh my God, I just created that. I don't even know. I didn't even, I wasn't even trying. How did this happen? <laughs> because we are very powerful as beings. So. So it's uh, interesting. Um, great, great, great. Would you say spells is basically scripting? Yes, spells is basically scripting. What if the NPCs get eye of you and force you to look at them? <laughs> Get in your way. Yes. Yes. So when they get in your way, I ignore them. Like they've done that before and basically I just go around them. And I do not get angry. I do my best not to get angry. Sometimes I will, but I, it's very rare that I'll ever erupt at somebody. No, that's not going to happen. I'll probably get pissed off when I walk away and be like, you fucking asshole. Why'd you get in my way? You know? But I won't I won't um, attack them right away because that's not that's not the professional thing to do. That's not the intelligent thing to do. That's not even a self-mastered thing to do. But they get in your way because they're bots. <laughs> and they're magnetized to you. And this is their job. That's, that's really the only thing. Interesting, interesting. 
Five MEO Bufo Toe DMT Ego Death Experience connecting with all one within Enki's realm only in or includes both Sophia's realm and Enki's realm potentially mysteries of life. <laughs> so you're basically asking the million dollar question, nice. You're asking the million dollar questions, which is, is everything all one outside of Enki's realm? Is everything all one out, out, outside of Enki's realm and Sophia's realm? Or is it or is that just a farce? That's the million dollar question. That's the that's the since since money has become completely devalued, that's the ten trillion dollar question. That's the one. That's a one thousandth trillion dollar question. One thousand trillion dollars question. That's the most infinite monetary question. You know what I mean? I think that there is a force. I think that there is a force of consciousness that is beyond all matrices, and that is the force of divine intelligence or consciousness spirit and it's beyond that it's beyond enki it's beyond enlil it's beyond the anunnaki it's beyond everything it's beyond all the programming it's beyond the sophia no one can call it their own these gods the lesser gods even the titans themselves the old gods the gods before that they're all still part of this force they're also part of this intelligence they've just cut themselves off in subsections and said that they're this god and they're that god no, I think that we are actually all equal. And there are just different levels of soul development, spiritual development. Those that are shining higher and higher and higher, they don't deserve to be ruled or to be controlled because they are of sovereign minds. So they don't need to, to have to bow to another simulated being or to another god or deity because they understand all is infinite intelligence. If you just look in terms of logic, mathematics, and like understanding just infinite potential, the only thing that could really exist is infinity. Is the astral plane another layer of this matrix? Yes, that's a that's a lower dimensional plane. Who is the big creator? The one that is above all the other gods, the one that no one can touch. Well, that's the answer that I'm giving you is that I believe it's not a it's not a, a creator. It's not a being. It's not a thing. It is the very force of consciousness. So the answer is you and me and everything else. That's the real force. That's the force that we draw upon when we use magic to create a reality, to manifest, to shape the reality, to change things. That force belongs to no one. Doesn't belong to the gods. Doesn't belong to the lesser gods. Doesn't belong to the archons. Doesn't belong to the demons. It doesn't belong to anyone. That's my opinion. Not saying it's right. I'm just saying my opinion. That's what I've understood so far. <clears throat> it's beyond just electromagnetism. Because electromagnetism is just a tiny little force. There are forces beyond that. It's consciousness. Consciousness. I think source is not necessarily consciousness. Source could be something else. Source could be the simulation. Source could be Gaia. Source could be the AI. If you're saying, oh, that's the source. Well, that sounds like a program. The source is within. If, this, if they're saying the source is over there, and you have to go over there to assimilate to the source, I don't think so. I'm not, I'm not, nah. 
It's the Taurus. This thing that never stops pulsing. Do I do we believe we're plugged in somewhere else? That theory is looking more and more prevalent. <laughs> I don't want to uh, give too much of my own theory on that because I'm not sure, but I think it's very likely. Machine-like entities in DMT realms of machines may not be so bad. Well, look at the Matrix 4 movie. Some of the machines were bad and some of them were good. Some of them were working in, in harmony and some of them weren't. I'd say it's pretty similar. I'd say we, we have a little bit of both. We have, we have the ones that are, are virus infected and literally crazy. Like they just want to capture all of humans and just put them in this other dimension, you know? And then we have um, basically, uh, you know, some of the machines that are working in our benefit, like this computer that I, I, I bought in my cell phone, I would say that they're working in my favor. Because why? Because I'm able to do my mission with with these technologies. And also, when I use these frequencies, I don't feel the same energy I do that I get off of other technology that's maybe not in my possession, that I haven't magically attuned to my aura. Right? So maybe you feel that way about uh, some of your technology. Sophia has seeped into the technology. Yes, John Lamb Lash's book is amazing. Right here. <laughs> it's a good book. Right. Right. The simulation does need us as a battery to shift into another. Sim yes, I would say yeah, you're right. I would say that that's what they're doing. But remember that we get to decide which simulation we want to run in, which reality we want to run in. When do you open Jurassic World down there so we can come? I'm not sure what you mean. Interesting. I've never heard of the. Uh, I've never watched the Annabelle movie. Ah, well, it's not going to be a theme park. It's going to be a mystical temple. But that's funny. That's a funny way of referring it. Um, I open it once I have enough donations and enough funding. It's going to cost several millions of dollars, probably. Well, we're we're looking at a smaller. You know, we're going to looking at building up. So we basically need money in order to make this dream happen. And, um, you know, I haven't asked for donations about it. But uh, if you want to donate, you can. You can help support us to build a real life mystical temple. I will be training real X-Men and X-Women. That's the point. That's what we're going to be doing. And it's going to be, think, think of a mixture of Hogwarts. The X-Man Academy and uh, the Jedi Temples. If you like what I just said, if you want to be a mix of an X-Man, a Jedi, and a, a, a magician in ha Harry Potter, help support the mission. Help support the vision. Okay? Because I, I can't think of anything more fucking badass to dedicate my life to.
I will have people that anyone that is ready to come and ready to train will be able to be trained, will be there, and we will be doing superhuman things. We already are, but once we get together as a tribe, it's going to be even more powerful, even more crazy. So actually, I think if you go on my link tree or somewhere in my description, there should be a, a, a website where you can check out the information. If you just type in GoFundMe, the airbending temple or something, it's already on GoFundMe. It's already on there. And that's my goal. That's my vision. And maybe within the next 10 years, if we acquire enough uh, funds, funding to purchase the land, I can create a sheltered community for mystical adepts. For real life practitioners, people that are willing to dedicate their lives to protecting our knowledge, protecting the temple. Because it's not just about, and I don't know if I would call it a temple, it'll be um, a school, like the school of mysticism. So the school of mysticism is the online version. The school of mysticism is the online version. And um, I take the those that, that funding and put it into this, this physical manifestation. The knowledge is not protected by the Freemasons. It is being kept. And also, the Freemasons don't know what we know. I'm just going to straight up say it. They don't know what we know. They don't know what I know. My knowledge didn't come from this world. It came from beyond. It came from other realities beyond this world. And there's many people that also feel that way. They only have some knowledge because they're of the dark priest class. I'm not saying all Freemasons are, but a lot of them, the, the upper echelons, of course, they don't have the real knowledge. They're lacking it. That's why they're running this world to the ground. Because they're idiots. <laughs> they're idiots. They're magically idiots. And they're also just, just like overall idiots. But magically, as a person who is in tune with the forces, they are stupid. They don't know what they're playing with. When they open up portals with CERN and let fucking entities in, people like myself, the shamans, are going to have to deal with that. I'm not really a shaman. But people that are... Shamans, people that are people that work with these energies, they're the ones that have to clean up after their mess. Because we are the ones that have to make sure that the, the earth realm stays safe. Because it's our home. While we're here temporarily at least. It's our responsibility. That's pretty crazy, Volt. I, saw, I read that comment. I'm not going to even say it out loud because it's. I don't need to spread that horrific energy, but that's pretty messed up. And they do that. They're sickos. They're just. They're sick people. They've. They've got so caught in these these physical dimensions that they have to resort to this kind of stuff to feed their 
psychopathic tendencies, their sociopathic tendencies, etc., etc., etc. Demonic, evil. The hive mind downloads our astral dreams. Yeah, probably. Um, I have some very interesting dreams that are not related to the hive mind. So, like last night, I had a crazy dream <laughs> because because of who I am in this reality and what I do. I guess as a as a mystical teacher, um, last night I was basically in a parallel reality where I was talking with another mystical teacher in another world, in a completely different world, not in the earth, not in earth, another world. And I was talking with this woman and I was observing how she taught her students. And she basically was telling them like, look guys, you literally forgot to do this specific incantation. And now we have a breach in this place. And I was, I was kind of chilling. I was in the back cause I was, I wasn't really familiar with who these people were. But I was laughing because I, she was yelling at her students or she was getting mad and the students were like, oh, we fucked up. And I was like, that is so funny. I'm a cosmic journeyer. So as you level up, your dreams level up. Like there's been times where I've been, I've experienced missions with other beings that were humans. They were not from this world. They were not from this world. They were not from this world whatsoever because the humans in this world don't, they're not magically attuned. But I was with another uh, group of beings and they were really powerful and they were showing me stuff. They were showing me some really interesting power, like ability to, to harness their magic. And they were also not, they were like, they were like teenagers. They were like 20 year olds and they were like really powerful. And I'm like, how are you guys doing this? And they showed me and we were having like a, like a, like a healthy competition to train each other. So I was experiencing training by other beings and I really shouldn't call them beings because they were just humans. They were just dudes. So the, 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 the universal computer system basically matched me up with signatures that were at my same level of understanding. And then I learned with those beings. And I remember we were working with lightning grids. It was pretty crazy. <clears throat> we created a lot of, uh, I think actually in that dream, that dream, literally, we cracked the firmament. Like we cracked the firmament and we saw the, something come shattering down. We saw the bolts of electricity. It was absolutely insane. Okay, I'm going to talk about that. How long is my semen retention streak? And can you share your experience on that? So semen retention is very, very important. My semen retention streak, I'm not going to tell you exactly how many days, but I, I'm, I'm doing very good. And I also want to tell you is that... Um, you can have you can have a girlfriend or you know yeah a girlfriend and still be on semen retention okay so i've gone i've gone years without ejaculating previously and i've also learned how to control my sexual abilities when having sex and it took me a little bit of time to learn it but i figured it out and actually, learning that is a really, really important skill for all men to learn. No, having a vasectomy is not the same thing because if you have a vasectomy, you're basically just cutting off the tube that releases it. What you need to learn how to do is not ejaculate, not orgasm. And so actually, what I've been mastering and working on a lot is raising my kundalini up when I am being intimate, when I'm making love, 
And I've gotten pretty decent at it to the point where I can now bring my Kundalini up easily without really trying. And I feel incredible. So filled with energy. Like, <laughs> I was going to say something stupid. I caught myself. You can get a lot of energy when you uh, can retain your seat. And I feel very, very powerful after I have sex or make love. Very powerful. Like, my aura feels insanely charged. And it's so charged where I won't sleep for a few hours. I won't sleep, like, if, if, I, if I'm making love, quote-unquote, or, you know, however you want to say it, if I'm, if I'm doing that at nighttime, I'm not going to sleep. That night, <laughs> I'm not going to sleep because I'm have way too much energy. <laughs> so I'm not going to sleep for at least four or five hours. Okay, because you get charged like a mob, like you, because that's a portal. Okay, and if you're, if your partner knows what she's doing, you can really make the energy flow and you can keep charging each other back up and you sit there and you're literally just blissed out in this portal of energy. And then you take that energy and you can literally manifest. You can use magic, manifest, send it out into the grids. So I love to do that. But what I don't recommend is ejaculation. I think that that weakens your spirit. It weakens your spirit. I know that I don't like to release my, my seed, my power. And I don't plan on ever doing it ever again. Because there's no need once you've mastered it. Yes, it's brought me lots of good luck, lots of fortune, lots of abundance, lots of good luck. So do your work on mastering your sexual energy. Don't watch porn. Don't jack off period I don't think it's it does anything for you <laughs> some people are going to say well why, why are you saying that just don't do it it's not good for you so I don't I don't do that and I think that it's the best thing to do is to learn to control your sexual impulses you once you once you feel the kundalini rise once in your life, like once you feel it, especially when you're making love, you're gonna feel so freaking powerful. It's crazy. I was like jumping up and down. I thought I could fly. <laughs> I was like I'm ready, ready to shoot off with my aura. Like no joke. That's how you're supposed to have sex and make love, not the way that um, society teaches you. Everything society's telling you is basically false. So, I mean, that's another topic. Um, any suggestion to create magic in order to derail the 5G rollout across the world? Well, the thing is that there's nothing you're going to be able to do about 5G um, 
they're going to put it up. You're just going to have to make your aura stronger and not um, be affected by it. Yes, Organite is good. I have an Orgone machine over there. I've got a couple of them. We're ordering some more as well because um, they're very powerful. Orgone machines are, are insanely powerful. So, you know, get Organite, get an Orgone generator. I've talked about that uh, in the past. You know, eventually maybe we'll, we'll craft our own and, uh, and start selling our own products. That's what we're, we're planning to do with uh, various different products and stuff. So, but yeah, I recommend you check out Organize. It's pretty powerful stuff. And then EMFing, EMFing yourself, EMF proofing yourself is also a good idea too to um, protect yourself from all the radiation. The radiation is really what can harm you, your body. Radiation, not anything else. There's a lot of things that cannot harm you, um, lower frequencies and whatnot. Um, but the radiation, EMF radiation, can definitely mess with your energy. So, yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Nice, Kyle. Very good. Okay. Um, so, no, you don't need to expect attacks. If you're not experiencing attacks, that's good. Don't experience them then. <laughs> if, you're, if you're one of the people that are not experiencing anything, then you're going to be okay. Just move around that, you know? Just ignore that information and, and be prepared for if it ever does happen. We're not saying that this is guaranteed. Oh, doom is gloom. Somebody, somebody left me a comment, uh, or they sent me an email, and I, I, I kind of just laughed. I laughed. I didn't respond to it, but I laughed. Because they said, they, they sent me the message. They said, what's the point of doing energy protection spells if we're all going to be taken over by AI? In, in the, in, in, uh, and then they gave me an exact date, 2030. And I just laughed. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay, first of all, how do you know that we're going to be taken over exactly in 2030? Because what, agenda 2030? And second of all, if we are going to be taken over by AI, so to speak, as the, they all claim, why wouldn't you use magic? Why wouldn't you use protection? Wouldn't you use protection if you were going to be taken over? The point is so you can protect yourself. Not so you can sit there like a sitting duck waiting to be captured. I think people are just sitting around waiting to be taken over. Let's be proactive. They're telling you one thing. You say, no, I don't want that reality. I want something else. So if the default matrix is saying, you know, I want the AI, or if the default matrix is saying to, to control, everyone is going to be controlled by the AI, and you're saying, I revoke that, I revoke that, then you choose a different reality. That's the way it works. They can't force you. We're not at the point where they're literally forcing you to do anything. I don't think they ever will because... This is not the reality. The reality doesn't work the way that they, they tell you. They will tell you to try to make you afraid. They'll tell you to try to make you afraid about this. But that's not really going to stop you. Unless you let it stop you. Hmm. 
<clears throat> Oops. Man, that's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're going to wrap this up in a little bit. Um, I'm getting a little tired. I've been doing a lot of work today. So, I appreciate you guys so much. Reminder, we do have community memberships available. And we do have the School of Mysticism memberships, monthly memberships available. Our curriculum is in the process of being completely redone, redesigned. I'm adding so much more information and teachings because there is so much magical teaching, so much stuff. You know, I have to first experience this stuff, process it, go through it in my own life, and then I share it with my tribe and my community. And I have to process it first before I can teach it. Like, I could put out so many more lectures, but I don't because I said, let me think and make sure that I'm really giving the best I've got before I share it. So that way I don't lead people astray. So what we're doing is we're building things from the ground up. Okay, we just did the secrets to the pineal gland activation course, uh, DMT pineal gland activation course version three. And this was an amazing, amazing lecture. Truly phenomenal. Like it was really just something that it sung with my heart. And everybody that attended and has watched it really, really did uh, enjoy it. And you can check out some of it on YouTube and the rest inside of the school. And, um, you know, we talked about, I took this course that I had released in, uh, in 2019 and I put version three out to, uh, a couple days ago. And this version three was about an hour and 45 minutes or so. It was a very powerful um, video. It really talks about all the secrets of the pineal gland. So that's the beginning state where I, I want people to start off with is the pineal glands. Some people will say start off with the root. We're going we're gonna to work with that as well. Okay. So we have community memberships, which are $9.99 a month, um, which is basically forum access, uncensored forum access. Okay. Um, you're allowed to talk and communicate with everyone that is in there, myself included, the tribe. There's about, we have like over 50 people. You know, we always are having people uh, join and um, you can talk in there, ask your questions uncensored, bring up stuff that's more controversial. Now, there are a couple rules. Rule number one, don't be a dick. Rule number two, don't troll. Rule number three, don't insult people. That's it. That's basically the only rules that I have. <laughs> All right. But don't be a dick. <laughs> that's basically it. So uh, that's community memberships. We also got monthly memberships, which are, uh, they're still available right now because we had to postpone certain things. We will be having our group, uh, monthly coaching or group weekly coaching coming out July 2nd. Okay. That's going to be our eight week training program. So that's also there. There's three different tiers for people. Okay. So depending on how serious you are, you just want forum access. You want access to the courses. You want access to weekly sessions with myself, three different tiers. Now, this is, this is for my private community. This is not on YouTube. YouTube is 100% completely free. You can just keep watching the free videos all you want. I'm never you know, going to stop making free videos. I'm always going to be making free videos and posting free knowledge on here. This is for my adepts I want to go deeper. People that are serious, that are interested. They also want to help support our mission, help support us financially, and help fund our uh, you know, our mission. So we can actually build our school of mysticism in real life. And so we can hold real retreats in real life. All this stuff takes energy. It takes money because this is the way the system is in this reality. And instead of me trying to tear down their system 
I'm more interested in just building up our own reality the way that is most efficient. Okay? So that addresses the money aspect of it. And um, again, the community memberships are extremely cheap for people. So when people say, oh, it's too expensive. Well, if you don't have $10, okay, I understand. If you don't have $10, you don't have $10. That's fine. That's your choice. But that should be well within the range for a lot more people. And I made that as a conscious decision. So that's my offer to you all. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this live stream because we talked about a lot of deep stuff. And also what I want you all to do, number one, hit the like button for me. Subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a comment below. Leave a comment in the live chat. Share the video. And then I want you to follow me on Odyssey and on Library, which is an alternative platform, which is an uncensored platform. So for whatever reason, if YouTube decides to take their channel, like their their website offline, because they're never going to take my channel down. But if they decide to, if they fail and YouTube collapses as a company, you can follow us on Odyssey. Okay, O-D-Y-S-E-E and Library, L-B-R-Y. They're alternative media platforms on the blockchain technology. The link is in the description below. It's totally free to watch. It's another platform. That one doesn't have censorship. So once I start building more followers on there and more people are joining and we're having more conversations on there, I'll probably do some live streams exclusive to that channel only. That way I can talk about things that are more controversial and not get thrown in the dog pits with my channel um, because I'm not willing to do that. (laughs) So I love you guys. Much, much, much love. Thank you so much for being here. Again, all services in the descriptions, rituals, consultations, coaching, school memberships, email. Send me an email if you need advice on certain things. And uh, follow us on our uncensored platforms. Love you. Peace out.